Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. But that studio in 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 the Back Bay in Newport, is it is it a is it just for you or so you don't bring bands to that? Not studio. a full band. It's not set up quite that way. Although I could, but usually remember I said how most bands it's like a guy and then so the guy meets me there and we talk about hey let's edit the vocals or let's pitch shift to this or let's uh, bring guitars up a little bit so we can uh, do uh, adjustments. Uh, to the finished product, so I'll usually get all you know ninety percent of the work done by myself, and then if they need to or want to, then they'll come by, uh, and then the, we'll work together for a couple hours, and so that is what sort of saved me throughout that period because people weren't coming here as often. Now they're coming back, but for those couple of years, I was able to work remotely. In some cases, I was doing projects where I didn't even get to meet the band. You know, I would do the work electronically. They would pay electronically and uh, move on to the next one. So that was just, uh, but I was going to do it anyways. It just worked out well in those specific circumstances. When you listen to a band or just if someone gives you like a recording of something, what are you listening for? I've always wondered that about you as a guy who works in music <clears throat> for his life. It's no different than what we talked about earlier, Evan. When you read a good book, when you watch a good film, uh, you see a good piece of art or sculpture, something moves you, uh, or it doesn't. And so, obviously, when you hear a piece of music, you know you either feel something, you feel a connection. And again, when I reference how I always have that two-hour face-to-face sit-down with the artist before we ever consider booking any time, uh, when I'm listening to the music, I'm seeing if there is a connection. So even if it's something sonically that might not be in my comfort zone, if I feel something maybe rhythmically or in the chord structure or the melodic uh, nature of the song or the tunes, or maybe just how they approach it, if they approach it from a real genuine place of passion, you know, then that will move me. Their passion will connect with me. So that's what I'm looking for is to be moved. Uh, it's easy peasy. How? Now, you did stuff with Jack Brewer? Yes. Jack Brewer, that's right. Oh, yeah, Jack. Jack was a character. So, okay, there was a scene in Long Beach that was centered around, help me out here, Evan, what was it called? Is it, like, because I always think of them as San Pedro people. Well, okay, I'm saying, yeah, South Bay, Long Beach, okay. Yeah. But there was a club. uh, The Caseron, not the Caseron. There was a small version called the Bohemian Lounge or something, but the big room or the Cadillac Tramps and all those bands used to headline. wasn't the Toe Jam, no. Nah, it doesn't matter. Fender? Okay, I'm just pointing out. When you would go see the Jack Brewer band live, man, he had the costume and the the, out, the crazy, you know, day-glow outfits, and he'd go 
do his poetry jam, and then they would break into a song, and the guy commanded the stage. He had stage presence up to here. Wow, what a performer. Then you meet the guy. And this happens over and over and over again. So this is not uh, a critique. It's merely an observation. Um, offstage, he was the shyest, similar to Greg, very, very quiet spoken, had a slight stammer. Well, uh, hello, you know, nice to meet you. And, uh, very, very uh, inward. Um, and I think it was Jack. I think it was Jack. So I hope I don't, don't conflate this. I'm pretty sure this was Jack. Uh, when he came in, because he was also Saccharin Trust, right? Yeah, uh, yes. So yes, Jack Brewer Band and Saccharin Trust. Same yeah, right, guy. yes, yeah. I've always been, because there was another guy, Chris Stein. There, there, there were all these. Yeah. So I think I got the story straight here. Yeah. So Jack was so shy that when he came in to do vocals, you know, normally we have the vocals out in the big room, you know, by himself. And it's quite normal, it's quite common that vocalists say, yeah, can you like kick everybody out of the room? So, okay, that's fine. So it would be just, you know, me and the singer or maybe the record label guy or maybe one key member of the band. But, you know, the girlfriends and the hangers on and the guitar player, you know, just, and we had the lounge up front. So they would get booted off into the lounge. So that was normal. But in Jack's case, he's like, yeah, um, make sure all the lights are out. So that's normal. Okay, the lights are out. Um, can you build a little, like some walls around me? And, well, we had some gobos, so okay, we built some walls. Uh, still, can you put like some blanket? Okay, what's a blanket over? You know. And then finally, he turns to Mike Rosas because I remember Mike Rosas was there that day, who was you know being the engineer. He was you know running the tape machine. And then he looks at Mike. He goes, uh, "Does Mike have to be here?" I go, "Well, he's the engineer. You gotta <laughs> you gotta have an engineer you know running the tape deck for you." So that's how shy he was. But I only bring that up to illustrate the. Um, disparity in personality types how so many artists once they hit that stage they're a different personality I grew up with theater people my grandfather made films for decades all his best friends were from the theater and the movie business and so people would often confuse their movie characters as that's who they were right when in fact off stage these were very humble very different people than what you would see on the screen so I grew up with that and I was used to that uh, dichotomy with uh, performers and so it was easy for me to adjust to that when I came into the music world but still Jack was sort of um, a, a prime example of the difference between what his stage persona was and how he was off stage and uh, once you got to know him and sat down like you and I you know he was great fun he was very literate and very you know sort of erudite and uh, well-read and you know, his poetry was uh, awesome uh, so you know a true to me you know creative genius but that's what really uh, st stood out to me initially was just that differential speaking of uh, kind of to build upon that Gabby Mike from oh. uh, Cadillac Traps so this is a different twist on a similar subject um, he was very shy in the studio and uh, like Jack, though, a terrific performer, one of the best frontmen we've ever oh, seen, yeah. period. Um, but in the studio, he had insecurities. And uh, so we were recording the first record, probably. And uh, by the way, it was recorded naked. Just a quick <laughs> little fun fact for you all. Um, well, Everyone socks. They had thing. strategically placed socks. Let's put it like that. Gotcha. But anyways, so the bands, you know, great band, Johnny and Brian and Jamie, uh, um, 
Mike was doing his vocals uh, live in the room. In fact, he had a funny thing. Uh, you know, there's no air conditioning in the vocal booth. So poor guy was sweating up a storm in there, man, because it gets hot pretty fast. You know, and you're singing, you know, it's a lot of energy. And, and at one point between songs, he's like, man, nothing like doing vocals and losing 20 pounds at the same time. <laughs> so, but anyways, I could tell that singing was a struggle for him in because you know you're trying to hit the pitch and you're standing there and you're trying to get the song melodically and you know he was a performer more than a singer i don't think that's again a, a critique as much as an observation um and i remember struggling with that going man i gotta you know find help find a way to um make it easier for him in the studio so one night they were playing this place that i can't remember the name of in long beach where he used to headline all the time just off pch um, and, uh, you know, again, he's got his shades on, he's got the mic stand and he's in a stance, you know, and he's just commanding the crowd. And now, oh, so that's right. So that hit me that night. Oh, that's it. So after the show, I walked up, Hey Mike, what are you doing after the gig, man? He goes, not much. I go, Hey, let's come down before the record. Let's knock out a couple of vocals. It was like one or two in the morning, but he didn't have anything else to do. Sure. So he follows me back and normally what? he would do it like most singers you know you put on the headphones you got the suspended microphone you got all you know stand in the spot and not move and i thought no so i said mike i here grab this stand where's your shades and put your shades on and you know move around man don't be locked into one spot and i gave him kind of a a, a stage style microphone uh, to sing into and he came alive and most of his best vocals like on the song called don't go uh, uh whatever the intro uh, song was, I can't remember the name now, Hoodoo Voodoo or something. Um, those all came from that session when he was able to sort of get into a stage persona and not think that he's in a studio and loosen up. And so uh, sometimes you got to find what little buttons to uh, pick for people. But again, it just showcases, again, the difference between being on stage and being off two different personalities. Mm -hmm.